welcome to the Golden Ratio Podcast. I'm Jen, to your mom, joined as always by dear Dad. Hi. Uh, you know, I don't have a cocktail of the week for this week, which is too bad because I need a drink <laughs> for the story that we're going to tell yeah. today. Uh, let's just jump into it. <laughs> All right, so... As you have seen, if you are following us in detail, we're getting a fence put in at our house in the Keys. We are not at that house right now. We're back up in Washington. Uh, but they started putting the fence in like the week before we left. Because they finally got the permit after six or eight weeks. Yeah, it took forever. I mean, I think November is when we had tried to get that started. So they finally got the permit. They put the f- So our neighbors on kind of the left side, if you're facing the house, they have a fence that went in like the week before. If you remember the story of fence guys with me stepping in the poop in the morning, that was when the neighbor's fence was going in. So then they started on our fence. They didn't have to do that side because the neighbors had one. They put our fence across the front of our yard and everything was fine. And then the next day I was out of town and they had started trying to put the fence along the side from the street to the beach. And they called me and they're like, hey, there are these like, basically timbers like pieces of wood railroad ties railroad ties yeah yeah in the ground kind of on the property line and they're in the way of the fence uh is it okay if we take them out and i was like yeah go for it so apparently our neighbor on that side comes out as the guys are taking them out and starts freaking out at them because even though they're on our side of the property line apparently those are part of her landscaping which we didn't know and so then they called me and they're like, you know, your neighbor freaked out, so I'm going to go talk to her tomorrow. The fen- like the main contractor guy wasn't in town, uh, so he's like, I'll go talk to her. And I'm like, fine. So then she calls me and is just like in a rage. All right, Jared, Dad, you got to turn the TV off. Okay. Uh, there is a cartoon elephant and Vinks decide to bark at it. Too much for Vink. No. All right, so neighbor calls me is in a rage. And so here's how the conversation goes. And I'm not embellishing. This is how it goes. She's yelling about taking the things out. And I said, look, all of this, like we're going on the survey that we had done when we bought the house. This is what the county approved when we got the permit. Uh, But I don't really know what the deal is. The fence guy is coming. I'm not there. You said. (laughs) Uh, The fence guy is going to come tomorrow and talk to you and we'll figure out what we have to do. Like we don't want to cause any problems. I'm sure we can figure something out. She's like, the f- your line is wrong. The survey is wrong. And I was like, look, we got it done in October. And then all uh, the, the surveys are wrong. Yeah, all the surveys are wrong. And I was like, look, I understand that you're upset. We were just operating based on the survey we got done. I hear what you're saying, that you think it's wrong, but there's no way that we could have anticipated that it was wrong. And then she says, well, the rule down here is that you only can have four dogs. So if that's the way we need to go to sort this out, that's what we'll do. And then proceeded to rant kind of incoherently, threatened to sue us about 10 times. Meanwhile, I'm like, look, I don't know what's up. Like, if the survey's wrong, we'll figure it out. But the guy's coming tomorrow who's like the contractor who got the permit approved, who knows how all this works. You know, he's been building fences in the Keys for like 25 years. Built like half the fences in the neighborhood, I think. Yeah, I built the one on the other side. (laughs) When I was asking for recommendations, everybody used this guy. I'm like, he'll come sort it out. And then she'd just keep ranting and threatening to sue us. And when she finally finished, I was like, let me give you the number of the fence guy. You can call him because I don't know what to tell you other than this is the survey we got done. And so I'm giving her the number and I'm like, look, neighbor, like we've been super cool with everybody and everything. Like we don't cause problems. Like they had to cut down one of our trees when the neighbors put their fence in you know, they had to do all this stuff and we're like, whatever. Like, we That's would rather they not get cut down, but... Because they were following the survey when they put down their fence. It's like, that's where it is? Okay, then cut the trees down. Too bad, but fine. And like, we... All we're trying to do is work with you. We haven't even talked to the contractor. Like, this has been an hour. I can't believe that you're threatening the dogs is like your first thing. Because I'm like, maybe she was just pissed off and didn't mean it. Let's give her a chance to be like... I'm sorry I said that. I just really want this sorted out. And instead she goes, I just need you to know everything's on the table. So I basically cried. (laughs) Like I went between like shaking with rage and sobbing for like the whole day. I was just so upset by the whole thing. 
And so the next day the fence guy shows up. I'm still out of town. So I'm like, Jared, you need to deal with the fence guy and her. Well, the next day she's everyone and she's wandering around and like everyone who comes by walking their dog or something, she like stops them and then like asks them if they think the survey is correct, shows them where she's marked the corner of the property and starts just ranting at them. And they're all kind of like, hey, you can kind of tell I'm looking out the window at all this, right? <laughs> You can kind of tell they kind of want to walk away, but she just keeps, you know, ranting. And then... All right, yeah, so she's ranting at the neighbors. I guess that's the day she called me while I'm not there. I think it's later in that day, yeah. Uh, which is, like, way to push on my anxiety universe. Like, this is the kind of thing that, that really, like, pushes my buttons. And, like, I mean, it's a thing that should make anyone anxious anyway. But the fact that, like, I'm not there and I want, like every detail word for word of what's going on and like you're working so you can't be out there doing that and uh like just and there's nothing i can do like making me crazy so the next morning the fence guy shows up i'm not there Mm -hmm. you're there yep uh and i guess you were kind of out and sometimes out there he talked to me first yeah he wanted to make sure that i he and i were cool which we were which was She had talked to him and ranted at him when she called him. Yeah. I mean, just unloaded on him and, you know, I put people out of business and, you know, you don't know and and it's all the surveys are wrong and and your guys don't even speak English. Oh, yeah, she did get the whole racist thing going. They took the railroad ties. They're my ties. It's obvious those are my ties because they're, you know, they're holding my yard in and it's... And and this is ridiculous, and I mean, just so she unloaded on him, so he, he already knew this could be a problem. <laughs> so he just wanted to talk to me, and I said, "Look, can we just put down the the line right that that marks the property?" He said, "Here's the stake. You know, this is this is like a little disc, right, that they put into the ground to show the corner of the property. It looks yeah. pretty official." And he said, this is one corner, and then there's one stake down by the water, and it's sort of not controvertible, right? There's an iron stake in the ground. And he said, let's let's put down the line. And, and I said, yeah, let's see how it where it goes. Hopper, stop it. Come here. Come here. You're fine. She's like staring at us like going, me, me. Hop's just... You're yes. fine. So he's he's clearly on our side, but... You know, I mean, none of us want to be unreasonable. Yeah. And uh, well, we don't want to cause problems. No, like, we, we, don't just... wanna, we don't want to cause problems. Yeah. And so then, oh, we we put down the line and, you know, it's generally where everyone thought it was on our side of these railroad ties that are hers or marking her property. But there's kind of a bend they, yeah, they're they not totally of, straight. They kind of bow, bow out a little bit. There's like a loop, and they, you know, stick out into what is our property. Like the line, you know, goes across them. Um, and and look, like we're not big. Like this is my three inches, and this is your inches. It's like we got a permit, and the fence is going on the line. Yeah. And like that's it, right? It's, we're not like fighting over inches of property. It's just like this is where the county says the fence goes. Yeah. On the line. Actually, like, several inches inside the line on our side, yeah. just to make sure. And her stuff still crosses over, and so it's like, well, we're putting the fence in, and so if there's, like, stuff in the way, there's stuff in the way. Like, that's just it. Like, our tree on the other side that we had to, you know, they had to cut so down. The, so the fence guy's like, well, what do you want to do? And so he's there, the neighbor's there, and I was like, I'm going to call Jen. <laughs> so I kind of walked away and talked to Jen and showed her some pictures and told her what was going on i said i think the lines on our side i think it may actually touch some of the trees that she has and i don't want to cut down any of her trees so if we have to bend the fence or whatever like let's maybe, just make it easy let's make it easy let's just resolve it but it's, it it was re- you know it was really close to even the railroad ties so it wasn't it just didn't seem it was inches and this just, sort of stuff just pisses me off like i don't care about shit like so this. petty yeah i like <laughs> I just want to, like, do whatever is the easiest thing. I don't want to argue with anyone. Like, I can't believe there's a fight going on about this. Like, I don't want to cut any of her stuff down. Like, if her stuff is on our property, I don't care. 
But if they have to move it to put the fence in, which we have to do, then they have to move it. And I don't know why this becomes such an issue, but it is. Yeah, so I'm, uh, so I'm on the phone with you probably for 10 minutes or something. I come back and everything seems to be more diffused. You know, Because Fenska is a saint. Fenska is a saint. And he, he's basically saying, look, neighbor, um, so we're good on where the where the line is and she's like well you know well it's uh um you know and he goes well look let me my guys can take the ties out where it bends out and give them to you you can have your railroad ties and she starts going well there are you know they're staked into the ground with these with these with these um rebars and and they're they're rusty and and that you know dogs might get themselves hurt i mean she's saying us stuff and he said a lot of this a lot of this like I mean, you're accounting this exact, exactly accurately, but it's basically like a whole bunch of bullshit and none of it matters. Like, like exactly. she's got all these things that don't do, matter. Do you want to tell here now what she was t- talking to the fence guy about for yeah. the 10 minutes that so, I wasn't there? Yeah, so I, I talked to the, I've talked to the fence guy every day since then. And so fence guy is like, I was talking to him today, and and we'll kind of get to how he got here, but he's basically like, she's fucking crazy. And I'm like, I know, she's fucking, (laughs) like, he literally, that's, quote, what he said to me. She's fucking crazy. I'm like, I know she is. And he's like, she was like, and I know she said some of this to GR Dad, or or it got reported to you, like, oh, well, you know, I put down kind of poison on my lawn to kill, like, bugs and weeds, and so maybe that'll hurt the dogs, like, and since my lawns now sticks over into your side or something yeah, like that um, and it's like and then she apparently says fence guy so our fence is is kind of like you would see like it's a metal fence not like chain link but like a bunch of uh slats slats so it's kind of like you'd see on like a metal railing around a balcony um so it's not it's not like a big wood fence it's you know kind of like one inch square but they're very narrow slats you, you couldn't get a hand through there you couldn't Not get your fist. fist. You cannot no, no. get your fist They're a through couple there. inches apart. So yeah. you can see through it very easily. Yeah. But she's like, well, what if my grandson were to squeeze through there, run through their yard, crawl under the fence on the other side into the other neighbor's yard and then drown in their pool and it's like one not our fault two the ocean is in your backyard <laughs> i mean you guys have seen hops in the ocean three that's much lot easier when there are no fences yeah right like the, and then she's like then apparently she says to the fence guy well with fences like that dog like small dogs can push their heads through and get it st- duck and then if they shake they can break their neck and die and if that were to happen i just hope everybody knows that we have guns in this house so she's just fucking unhinged and i it's terrifying i mean this is the thing right like it's one thing to have a bitchy neighbor that you don't get along with it's another thing to have just like some psycho who like cannot she when you talk to her she is not able to process what you've said she just keeps talking. She Doesn't like you can. Register. She does not register. She's just like in her little rage, and so it's expensive to do this kind of stuff in the keys. One, because you have to bring everything in, right? You don't like. There's no place that has stuff in the keys. You got to bring it in on a truck from the mainland, and then two, as we have discussed, the ground is made out of rock, and so we're putting in this fence, which is way more expensive than it would be up here, and trying to save up money to do all the stuff we have to do, which included landscaping, which is really expensive down there because you have to truck in all the plants on a semi and they have to dig holes in the rock. And I was like, we've spent all of our money. We're going to wait on the landscaping. And then when this all happened, I'm like, we cannot have her. Like I was telling GR dad when I was gone, I'm like, you cannot leave the dogs unattended for a second because who knows what she's going to do. And I'm like, we got to cover that side. Like, we've got to just make it so she cannot see into our yard. Like and so More of a barrier. More of a barrier. So the dogs can't escape through the fence, but we need something else. And so our fence guy also does landscaping. And I'm like, fence guy, uh, we need something. Like, I was going to wait, but we need to do that side. Like, literally from the street down to the beach. Like, get these. There's these sort of palm trees that are, they're not like what you're used to, right? Like the skinny trunk with the bushy stuff on top. They're just kind of the bushy part all the way. <laughs> and uh, I'm like, we just need to get some of those and cover that whole side and so he he's like 15 minutes later he's like we're gonna take care of this it's like all right i found a guy he has 10 foot ones 10 foot bushy bushy all the way palm trees uh that you basically plant like three feet apart so it's just like a wall of palm fronts 10 feet high 
We ordered 40 of them. They're coming on a semi down to our house, and they're going to put them in next week. And Fence Guy understands the urgency. Yeah, Fence Guy's like, we're going to get this done. Like, I'm going to send you the stuff. They will be on, like, the next truck. Like, we're going to get it done because you got it. He's like, she's dangerous. And I'm like, you know, we've started keeping a file of just, like, all the stuff she said. So if anything... You know, if we have to do something legally about it, we've got it documented. He's like, if you ever need any, he actually said this without me saying that. He's like, if you, if anything happens, I've seen all this shit happen, and like, I'm happy to come and like talk on your behalf. And I was like, yeah, we got to find. He's a great guy. He's wonderful. He totally gets that she's crazy, and it's like, like sometimes I step back. Like this is keeping me up at night. There's like nothing to do. She's just fucking crazy. It's not like you can reason with her, and. It's just like a thing you gotta hope goes away. There's nothing to do, and I at some point I step back and I go, "We're literally just putting in a fence in our yard, and she cannot deal with it." And fence guy today, I don't even know if I told you this because we haven't had much of a chance yeah. to talk today. He's like, "I'm really worried you're gonna spend all this money on landscaping, and then she's gonna, you know, like dump something on it and kill all your plants." I'm like, I could totally see her just like dumping a gallon of Roundup along the property line to kill stuff. Hopefully not. And, uh, you know, hopefully she doesn't try to make more problems for us. It's a weird passive-aggressive thing that she might do. I think it's straight-up aggressive. Like, this isn't passive-aggressive. Oh, oh, also, when... I mean, after this sort of... She calmed down when Fence Guy was talking to her. um, Oh, yeah. And and I was there, and and there was agreement that his, his, his crew would take out the railroad ties that were hers on her property and give them to her and, and... you know, put them on a yard. Well, the, so he calls, the next day his crew comes to put the fence yeah. down, and they well, start, so that was Friday. They start putting some fence down. Yeah, yeah. So they come back Monday. So we're not there. Mm-hmm. So we left on Saturday. Everything's fine. Fence is half done, but when we left on Saturday, yeah. And then, uh, and he gives them the rail gives the railroad ties to them. They're in their yard, and then Monday he's he calls and he's like. Uh, she threw all those railroad ties back into your yard. Over the fence. That she wanted so bad. They're back in there. And so we have a security camera. Um, we've just got these little canaries, the brand. They're like 99 bucks, and you can position them around. And so we've got one that I have now pointed out the front of the house. Not a coincidence. Uh, looking at where they're basically putting the fence in and our front yard so we can see if the neighbors are doing anything. And it's motion-activated. And so to your dad's like, I wonder if it's on video. And so I'm going back and on Sunday, there's video and it doesn't capture like every motion because then like, you know, any leaf would set it off. But it captures like you kind of see one of them walk past in their yard and it's, you know, it's not HD. Like you can tell there's someone that walks past in their yard. And then it catches a little bit of movement at like 3.22 p.m., like a palm tree blowing. And the railroad ties are not in our yard. And then it picks up motion again. No people, but some motion at 3.30, eight minutes later. And the railroad ties are in our yard. It's kind of like paranormal activity or something. Yeah. It's kind of spooky. So we, we did not capture anyone putting them there, but we captured an eight-minute window where they went from not being there to being there. And uh, We don't want them. They were They're home. not ours. No, we don't want them. And, and the fence guy's like, I would have thrown them away, but she was like super insistent that they were hers. And said so they just... Unhinged is a really good word for, for describe it. Just it is so un- stressful. Hinged, so stressful. And I mean, it would be bad enough if she's just like threatening to sue us, but like the fact that she's like making violent threats about the dogs is super distressing. And I mean, I had to go look it up because some places do have restrictions on the number of dogs you had. And so I called basically the county animal control place, and I'm like, is there a limit? And he's like, well, Key West, like the city of Key West limits you to four. Monroe County doesn't have a limit. I'm like, here's where we live. He's like, nope, there's no limit. He's like, you just have to be able to take care of them. I had this great conversation with him. I'm like, they all have their shots. They're all, they got this great life. They sleep in the bed. He's like, yeah, there's there's absolutely no problem with that. She's just making shit up, you know. Unhinged. It's crazy. And so it is extremely stressful. Um, We're also... (laughs) Like I talked to the fence again, I'm not sure what we're going to do, but I'm like, we got to get something in the water, kind of on the part where Hops walks around. Because right now they walk over out of our yard into the neighbor's yard and like, who knows what the hell she would do if they walked into her yard, which they have done. 
and was never a problem before. You know, her husband has grabbed them. Oh, it's no problem. They're really cute. He's petting him. You know, now she's going to shoot them for all we know. So I'm like, we got to put something in there so they can't get out of our yard. And he's like, and I'm like, maybe we put rocks in there. Underwater fence. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, he said that they can run the fence out to the water, not to us, but on the other side. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what he's going to do, but we got to do something. It's just a nightmare. And it's like so sad because like our house in the Keys is wonderful. Pretty much everybody in the Keys is really laid back about stuff. And then we end up with like the one like sociopath living next to us who's who's like dropping like subtle threats of violence and meanness left and right and like total meanness and we didn't do anything we We literally just put in a fence haven't done anything that it is bad neighborly no yeah and it's like the stuff she's pissed about it's like yeah if she's worried about the kid running through the yard and drowning because he could slip through the fence he could do that more easily if there were no fence and then she, I, when I had talked to her, you know, well before this, when I said we were just putting one in, she was like terrified that we were putting in chain link because it's ugly. And instead we have this very expensive, nice fence. And if she's worried about her little dog, the chain link would have been better. Like, I feel bad now that we got this nice fence. We should have just got like the ugliest, cheap ass <laughs> fence because it's all going to be behind those palm trees anyway. No, I like the spikiness of this. It has like fence. little, it's like a cemetery fence is yeah. actually what it's like. But it's not, it's Probably. aluminum. It's not wrote iron, but it's just like that. Yeah. Um, but And it, white. Yeah, it looks nice. It looks nice. And we're going to hide that whole 150 feet of it behind 150 feet of palm trees. Uh, and hopefully once we do that, she will not be able to see us. And the dogs, you know, they bark occasionally at boats, but they're pretty quiet. They're pretty quiet. And we're just going to be like out of mind and she's going to find something else to rage about. Yeah. But she's like, she and their retirement age, I think her husband has a job now, Ish. like yeah. a part-time job. Um, but they're basically retired and she's there all the time. I, she's never had a job as far as I know. I mean, I think I think her husband owned a business and she kind of worked, you know, did some random stuff for that. Um, but she's just there all the time. And oh. so I don't know. We're go- we're going back down. So I'm bringing the dogs down again next week. And then we'll be down there for like three weeks. Your dad will be down there part of the time when I'm back here for work or up north for work. And then I'll be back down there. So we're going to kind of be switching back and forth. And then we won't have the dogs down there. For a long time i mean we've got no plans to bring them back down at any point like we will but we don't have like oh in april we'll do it we double up cars to go down there. yeah it's a, it's it's a, a process thing. Yeah, it's a so thing. we may not you know we will probably go down for a week here and there but the dogs may not be back down until next winter yeah except for this one trip and so that at least will be a little bit less stress and hopefully her rage fades and you know it's one thing like if she kills our plants all right like we so we have to go to court and we have to do a stupid thing and that sucks but that doesn't stress me out nearly as much as like a constant worry that she's gonna you know like try to do something to the dogs dogs. which like you hope she wouldn't because she's like before we've had all these stories about how she's this super animal lover and she rescued this cat during the hurricane whose owners had just left it behind because they had stayed for the hurricane and how the neighbor on the other side like her dog was having like an asthma attack after hurricane irma and like the crazy neighbor like braved the drive up to the one open emergency vet to help get the neighbor's dog treated like she's supposed to be this great animal lover yet is real easily dropping threats about like different ways our dogs could die because of what we've done like a bunch of different ways so she's just psycho she's crazy yeah again i mean as a reality check the fence guy after half an hour with her was convinced that she's scary and crazy and i mean it's not just us interpreting or (laughs) getting a bad impression no he's like we need to get this landscaping done for you like i'm gonna make this work so you can afford it and we can get it done because you need this done. And I'm like, I right, 100% fence guy, we do. It's just insane. It's just so unnecessary. It's terrible. Yeah. If we were being jerks, you know, we'd feel differently about it. But we're not. We're really not. We're just, we're so laid back about uh. stuff. And like Gia Dad had started saying before, like I, 
I edited it out so we could kind of stay on topic about the crazy lady. But like the neighbors on the other side, when they put their fence in, like they had to cut down one of our trees, fine. And then two. No, no, they kept the one. Oh no, that's right, they did. Two, they two, cut down two, two palm trees. Yeah. Um, and but that just, was because it was on the line. We were like, okay. I yeah, and they're like, oh god, you know, they, it's it's gonna go here, and I'm like, look, man, if it's on the line, it's on the line. Like, I like the palm tree, but. Like, you're not going to, like, notch your fence around the tree. Like, yeah, it has to come down. It's fine. And uh, and so then they, you want to tell that part of the story? It, yeah, so, so it's like at, at some point when all this other crap was going on, you the, go out there. The, yeah, the neighbors f- f- call me over and I, wa- you know, walk up to, to, to the corner of our new fence. Which, this is the good neighbors. Yeah, which abuts the good neighbors fence, right? Theirs is a vinyl fence out is an aluminum fence but they started our fence right on their fence to so there's no gap on the front towards the street between the two fences and the neighbor starts talking about how well they're never going to be able to get a, fe- a cap on that on that last post of your fence like our fence it was it's, touching it's theirs. too close it's too close to our fence they'll never get the cap on there i said well i how do you know what cap it's going to look like of course they could put a cap on it what like because they're probably just going to put a little square that's the same size and she goes and then she goes no well and it's on our property by two inches anyway so so you know if uh, if i'd been out here i would have told them to start your fence two inches off our fence instead of instead of abutting it instead of touching it i was like okay we'll move it we'll cut it off (laughs) i I mean that's the thing i really don't care this is normal stuff like anywhere in the world or at least anywhere in the united states if you put a fence in it touches the neighbor's fence. Because you want a continuous So you have a continuous fence. fence. We, like, who Ugh. cares about two inches of property line when, let's just be clear about this. This is the outside of their fence, right? They can't see this because it's on the outside. It's on our side. But they're upset that our part is two inches over touching their part, even though it's outside of their yard and they can't see it. you said, well, I'm a little bit of a perfectionist and it just doesn't, I don't think it looks good. And we're, you know what we said? We're like, don't care. Okay, fine. Fine. Like it's your two inches. And if it really matters, we'll have them do it. And so the guys came in and they cut the fence. They pulled out the post they had put in. They moved it two inches over. uh, So our neighbors could be happy. We didn't argue. We didn't tell them that they were being stupid. We're just like, all right, man, like if this is what's important to you and you really, those two inches that you will never be able to interact with because they are outside of your fence matter. So for them, we cut down the trees, we we moved the fence, we did everything because they basically articulated a reasonable, I mean, I don't know about reasonable, but articulated something we could do and we did it. I mean, it's just like, it's their property, right? Like I am in one way, like a super libertarian when it comes to property rights. Like if you're on your property and you're doing stuff that's legal you do whatever the hell you want you walk around like, in a diaper if you want it's you fine. you want to paint your house like pink and purple striped and walk around naked in your yard and i don't know like paint cement hippos for a hobby and yeah. have them all over the place i don't care like it's your property and you can do whatever the hell you want on it and i'm gonna do what i want on mine like yeah. Leave me the hell alone, and I will leave you alone, and everybody's happy. And, like, across the street from us, we may have mentioned this, there's, like, a basically a condemned house directly across the street from us. Um, It was, like, a wood house, and I think it was, it sounds like it was sort of neglected, and then it took a bunch of hurricane damage, and now it's, like, overgrown. Nobody's living in it. Nobody's allowed to. Well, there's a bunch of animals living in it, Mm -hmm. uh, falling down. I mean, there's holes in it, and everybody in the neighborhood is upset about this house. Except right? us. And we're like, and they're like, oh, yeah, you know, hopefully the county's going to do something about that house across the street. And we're like, whatever. Why? Like, That's a real eyes. We're like, yeah, whatever. They're like, we didn't know that anyone would buy your house because it has that other house in front of it. It's like, we don't care. We don't care. Like, you know what? Like, that lady, apparently it's a woman who owns that house. She has not ever been there That when we've been there. Uh, I hear she hasn't been there for a year. That's her property. She wants to have her fallen ass down house on it. <laughs> like, not my business. Yeah. Nothing is happening to me. But it bothers a lot of the other neighbors. It bothers a lot of neighbors. It's like our neighbor here in Maryland, uh, I mean, his house isn't quite as bad. It's not condemned, but it has, it's like got no siding on parts of it. There's holes in the side <laughs> that like animals the go Tyvek in. You can see the Tyvek wrap yeah. around his house. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there's holes in the roof. 
he doesn't do anything to the lawn so it's just like brambly over I, I, I wouldn't say lawn anymore no there's no lawn it's like a it's a kind yeah. of woods Hensel and Gretel woods trees. back there yeah <laughs> yeah he can't I mean he can't go out into it um it's it's real falling down. I can't imagine what it's like. To but he has a, you know, we have a, a wood privacy fence up that's like six feet tall. We can't really see his yard or his stuff. And so it's like... And I have seen the man maybe five times in the 10 years I've lived in this house. Yeah. He leaves me the hell alone. I leave him the hell alone. I think he's a great neighbor. The only thing I know that he exists is that I hear him singing sometimes. But Op- his windows are closed. Opera. He sings opera. But the windows are closed. He doesn't bother me. I don't bother him. He's not like smoking pot. Like we have some neighbors that's like smoke pot outside on occasion. It drives me crazy because like I would like to be outside and not smell your pot. Like I don't even talk to them about that. And that really pisses me off. But like he's he's a great neighbor. He's quiet. Leaves me the fuck alone. I leave him the fuck alone. I don't care what you do with your lawn. If you want to have like freaking vines and spiky shit in your lawn, great. Yeah. Leave me the fuck alone. And so... Like the na- the good neighbors, it's their property line. They have a right to put a fence in. And if the people who lived there before us planted trees on that line and they have to come down, fine. They want their two inches with our fence off it. I think it's petty, but fine. Yep. Their goddamn property. Just leave everybody alone. And then, so we're fine. We're, I mean, we don't make, we don't even roll our eyes when no. they ask this stuff. We say, no. okay, it's your property, it's fine. Yep. I mean, you don't need to talk to us about this. It's yours. Do what you got to do. Yeah. And then we get like the exact opposite of that on the other side with like Psycho Lady who's like, I'm yeah. going to make it my mission to destroy you because I am upset that you are putting a fence in your own yard. Because she loves to <laughs> know everything and be everything and go everywhere and oh, yeah. be just in micromanage everyone's other everyone else's life yeah when we got down there <sighs> in december this is all foreshadowing now oh god there was on our on kind of like the ground level under the stairs in the front of the house there's like a di- two dishes a water bowl and a food bowl like with cat food in it and like that wasn't there a month ago we come in I'd unload the dogs and then there's this cat food there's there. cat food who the hell put cat food in our house? I'm deathly allergic to cats. Cats cannot hang out in my yard. Uh, I mean, I think they're fine, but uh, we've talked about this on the podcast. Like, I, I have days-long reactions with a little bit of cat around me. How, who, where did this come from? Turns out the psycho neighbor says, oh, there's a cat that was, like, living in the abandoned house across the street and I've been trying to catch it and it seems like that cat will come up in your yard and so I put some food and water out so I can try to catch it and I'm like yeah I threw that away um because I'm allergic to cats and the cat's not going to come over here with five dogs running up and down and uh like and she was just like oh she also told us we had to keep the bird feeder stuff yeah with bird food. Yes. We must keep the bird feeder up that was there before. On our, our bird feeder. Our uh, property. In, like the middle of our yard. Yeah. And it must be filled with bird seed. And she was she would fill it with bird seed all the time. Yep. Uh, Jared Dad bought some bird seed to fill it. And the birds don't like the seed that you bought. <laughs> and he's like, I should get new bird seed. I'm like, no. This is perfect bird this seed. This is great. Because anytime she tries to snoop over and figure out if it's full, it's going to be full because they're not eating it. <laughs> they're eating it. Well, the birds are gone now. Uh yeah, yeah. It, and it's just like why like i would never ever go into someone's yard and put a bowl out there to try to catch an <laughs> animal i know that i would never she lives next to us she does not have a fence part of this problem put the bowl in your own damn yard like why are you putting it like up next to my house i i just can't even believe that someone would do that like it's i mean it's it part of this pushes all my buttons because it's like such a lack of respect of people's boundaries boundary violation and like i need my boundaries respected when people don't respect my boundaries i have a sort of outsized reaction because it is a thing for me and you know i'm happy to have a conversation to be like this is my boundary and i need you to respect it which is sort of the conversation i had with her which is i understand you're trying to catch that cat but uh, I can't have cats here. But no. And so this can't be here. And, you know, it's a very reasonable thing. Don't put your cat food in my yard. 
Yeah, and then she was saying she was going to water our forsythias. She watered look, our plants and shit. They looked oh, dry. Oh, we're gone. They mowed our lawn. Did they really? The part oh, where did. the fence is oh, now. Yeah. Just the part that abutted theirs because they didn't mow the rest of it. It bothered them. They, yeah. bowed, they mowed the part that touched their lawn because it bothered them. And it's like, it almost stop. is nice. It's like, stop. But it's like, it's one thing if it's like, look, the, your lawn, you were growing some real tall weeds on our side and so we mowed it. I hope you don't mind. But then she's like, I had put plants, like we have these potted citrus trees, and I had put them out in the yard so they'd get just rained on. And she's like, well, they were looking dry, so I watered them, and I also watered the azaleas. And it's like, didn't ask you to do it. It's literally crossing some lines to be like, I watered all your plants without your permission. And then the cat food and the bird seed, and and it's like... It's a problem. Yeah, and but it was one thing when she was just sort of like busybody a little nosy and a little too up in your business but you're like maybe she's trying to be nice and just really doesn't know where to draw the line mm-hmm. but that was not it she mm-hmm. just needs to very much control everything that's going on everywhere yeah and and will seize control <laughs> like i'm taking care of like these plants now and this cat and this thing and yeah. there it's going to be done the way I'm, i want i'm using your house to catch this cat and it's like let my fucking plants die yeah if i <laughs> my plants my, my plants, plants and I didn't ask you to water them. And if they're going to die, they're plants. It's not an animal. It's a plant. Like, I don't want it to die, but I really want you to stay the fuck out of my yard. <laughs> yes. And if that means my plant dies, like, so be it. So, Ugh. I, leave people's stuff alone. <laughs> There's a great Facebook page, the Bangor uh, Police Department. They have the Duck of Justice. <laughs> you don't follow them, but I read no. you their stuff sometimes. There's a, it's a really charming Facebook account written by, I think, the chief of police. I think it's Bangor, Maine. Um, you'll find them. I mean, they have like a quarter million followers. If you on look Facebook. for Duck of Justice. Yeah, if you look up the Duck of Justice, you'll find them. They have this like taxidermy duck that's like in their lobby. Um, and the guy writes these great posts sort of about life in Maine, and, and they're really charming. But he ends all of his other stuff all, all of his posts with leave other people's things alone keep your hand to yourself and leave other people's things alone <laughs> good advice and it's such good advice so thanks to that guy for that so advice now we have a giant fence and we're gonna have big spiky oh my god bushy it's gonna palm be trees. crazy just a wall of 10 foot high green uh, it's a little more extreme than we ever would have wanted but it's justified and necessary yeah i I bet it's going to cost us twenty thousand uh, dollars, which is yeah. I mean, that's like you do the math. Ugh. Uh, I I can't even think about it. I mean, like we financially we're doing good. I mean, I feel like we've got a decent amount of money, but we don't have like twenty thousand dollars to just drop willy nilly without. I mean, I've got stuff stashed away in different places that I can pull it out of. But I was not prepared to be dropping twenty thousand dollars, and maybe it will be less than that. But it's uh, maybe Fence Guy will let us pay over time. He seems on our side. Yeah, I mean, I, like I've got it, right? But I didn't have it set aside for this. Yeesh. But it's like if that's what it's gonna be, then we're gonna fucking do it, and we're gonna block her out, and maybe she'll leave us the fuck alone. And everybody, yeah. My my cursing has escalated over the course <laughs> of this podcast. It's very stressful. It's very stressful. Mostly because of the dog situation. It would be stressful otherwise, but it, it is ramped up like an order of magnitude with the dog. It's, and it pushes stuff. your other buttons that there's nothing we can do really to control this. Yeah. Like my boundaries are being violated. There's nothing I can do. My dogs are being threatened. Like I am in a position of non-safety and I have been entirely reasonable. I have not broken any rules and I'm still getting crap handed to me. It's pushing like every button. I'm seeing my therapist on Friday pre-scheduled and last week this happens every month i see my therapist once a month and every month i'm I, it's coming up like three weeks since my last visit i'm like god i wonder what therapist dave and i are going to talk about because like things are pretty good i'm handling things and i've had some days with like you know more anxiety than i should but like i'm doing all the stuff he said i'm handling it pretty well and then like some fucking thing happens it's always like the <laughs> coming up it takes a month for some bad thing to happen and then i'm like i cannot wait to see therapist Dave <laughs> because I need some help dealing with this shit. And uh, today I was like, it's Wednesday when we're recording this. And I'm like, can I go see therapist Dave early? And I'm like, settle down self. We got an appointment on Friday. But uh, therapist Dave and I are going to have a field day trying to talk about all this. 
he loves my stories, first of all, which is part <laughs> of why I love him. That I mean, I know I pay him to listen to my stories, yeah, but uh, he seems to legitimately care, which is a sign of a good therapist. You're a good storyteller, too. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I'm just going to be like, it is upsetting me, like for all of the normal reasons, plus all these extra reasons that stress me out. And hopefully he will give me some tools for calming myself down because I haven't fallen asleep before 3 a.m. for like the last four or five nights because I'm so stressed. Oh, no, except for that one night where I went to bed at 8 o'clock because oh, yeah. I was so tired from all the other nights. <laughs> <gasps> okay. <sighs> Going to just calm it down. You want to talk about the drive back? That's calmer. It was a nice drive, although it was real long at first. We left at 10 in the morning from the Keys. Because oh, yeah, my car battery you got a new, died. You got a new battery, Jesus. which is a genius move. Can I, can I pause here and just talk about how this last week has been? Yes. Today, Wednesday... This is the first day I have woken up and will go to sleep in my own bed in eight days. No. I, because I, had, I was traveling for work for four days. I basically left a week ago Monday or maybe a week ago Tuesday. From the Keys. From the Keys. I flew to Orlando. Yep. I did. This I is see, during the fence stuff. This is this where is you were. This is when the fence stuff was was all going on. Yep. Yeah. I did an overnight in Orlando, an event in Orlando. I flew from that event to Dallas. Did an overnight in Dallas, event in Dallas, another night in Dallas, came home to the Keys. I got home to the Keys. Friday afternoon. And we, and yeah, I got back to the Keys Friday afternoon and took Hops for a run. And I drive her to the run. It's a mile and a half to get to our normal loop, but it's, you know, four and a half miles she can do, seven miles she can't. So I drive her to the loop. Everything's fine. Drive home. Everything's fine. We go out for our last dinner before we come home. Get in your car. Car won't start. And we're supposed to be leaving it. Like, I wanted to leave, like, first thing in the morning because we had, like, a 13-hour drive. Planned. And car won't start. Like, it just goes click, 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 and then no more clicks. Ugh. So, like, Jeep roadside service. Thank you, Jeep. You did a good job. I'm, like, I'm leaving the keys in it. Like, have them come tow it. We're like, how the hell are we going to get home? We had to, Tow it to the dealer. So, we thought we'd have, we'd have one car to drive back in. Yeah, we were trying all this strategizing, but fortunately, we go to dinner, we come back, they still haven't come, the dude shows up, and he's like, it's your battery, and I was like, the lights come on, he's like, it's the battery, it he doesn't crank. In, it's fine, yeah, yeah. and uh, it was the battery, it was the battery, and so we tried to charge it up, I let the car run for an hour, but Jared Dad had to jump me in the morning, I had to get a new battery, but then everything was fine, it's been fine, we yeah. had a 13 hour drive, and good thing you got it. Before the drive and before yeah. the sub-zero temperatures up here because your battery would have died. Yeah. So, yeah, so we left at 10 in the morning mm-hmm. in two cars, which is... Thankfully. It's too bad because we're not in the same car, which is too bad, but it's much better for the dogs to have two and three. Yeah. Instead of five and one. Yeah. Uh, so, and we drove till 11.30 or 11:30. so. 11.30. Ugh, so that was a long day. all the way to Florence, South Carolina, which was... A super long day, and it got just super boring, pretty much beginning in Georgia, yeah, <laughs> but into South Carolina. So the last five hours were terrible. But Ugh. then on Sunday it was nice because we just we got up at a decent time, left at nine, and got got to DC at two thirty or three. Yeah, yeah, it was it was easy. Girls that were very glad to be seemed home. Seemed like a downhill run on Sunday. So we're home, and uh, yeah. I guess another week I'm leaving again on Wednesday to go down with them. And I'm going to be taking them all in one car. Um, oh, yeah. But you, uh, just to get to your waking up and falling asleep in the same bed, on Monday you flew, oh, yeah. you flew That's to an right. event, too. So, yeah, we got home Sunday and then went out to dinner Sunday night. And then Monday I flew to California. So not just a little trip. Flew to California, stayed overnight in San Francisco, did a talk, and then took the red eye back. Was that last night I got back? This got morning I got back this morning, at like yeah. 1 o'clock. And, uh, yeah. So you did wake up in your own bed, but you had a short night this It morning. was a very short night because I was up till 3 being stressed out. And you are looking forward to going back into your own bed tonight. Yes. <laughs> That's nice. Yes. Oh, man. We're going to have a drink before we do this. All right. <laughs> now that we have all the bad stuff out of the way, we get to do the Taste of the Keys story. That I have been looking forward to doing <laughs> for like four weeks. I'm very excited. All right. 
It's about time. I was listening Conk to our old podcast and I've highlight. been alluding to it. Okay. Yeah, I've been trying to tell it and you've been like, no, 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 no. No, you gotta say it. You can't you <laughs> gotta either pick it or do another one. Yeah. All right, so this is the one good one we have left. This is crazy. All right, so Jared oh. has talked about in Marathon, uh, which is uh like mile marker fifty to fifty five, there is a uh turtle hospital. And they rehab sea turtles and they do these big sea turtle releases. And you've talked about like the bubble butt when they get hit by propellers. Yeah. And so you've talked about that on the podcast before. If you do our guide to the keys, you can hear him talk about that because he's visited. But it's always like a thing in Conk Life when they release a sea turtle because it's like a, you know, it's a big celebration. So they just released a turtle. This is really a little before Christmas that had been brought in because the turtle ate an eel. And then... Here's the problem. It didn't it chew the eel. It swallowed the eel, and so the eel was not dead. Oh, it was just in the stomach of the turtle. The eel decided to eat its way out of the turtle, Ugh. so it chews through the turtle's stomach and just starts chewing through the insides of the turtle. This is so bad. Eventually, the eel does die, but it has chewed a tunnel through the turtle. It has not escaped the turtle, Ugh. but it has chewed like a big... like. Alien, it's like fucking alien. It's gross. It just shoot it down, nom, 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 shoot its way out of the stomach into the abdominal cavity. The poor turtle some can't do anything. It's got no hands. So it's got no, it can't do anything. It's inside the shell. It's like I made a big mistake. Yeah. So some, you know, some people found the turtle. I mean, people are everybody boats in the keys, and uh, when they find sick turtles, they pick them up and they bring them to the turtle hospital. So somebody found the turtle clearly in distress and sick. They didn't know what was wrong. They go in to do surgery on the they turtle. They probably do an x-ray or something. You know, like, oh, there's a dead eel in there. There's an yeah. eel in there. Oh. Yeah, he gets that the turtle, and you can see the eel. Like, is it in the stomach? No, it's not in the stomach. No, it's like half in the stomach, and then part of it is just oh. out, chewed through stuff. And they're like, this turtle's going to die, but we'll do surgery. And, uh, and they saved the turtle. The eel was already dead. But they saved the turtle. God, talk about Team Foreign Object. Whoa. Oh, my God. This is an aggressive foreign It's one object. thing to be like, it had an eel stuck in it. It's another thing that the eel chewed its way out of the stomach and through the organs. And so... Nope, 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 nope. Oh That's my a whole God. lot of nope. It's so gross. It's so disturbing. And uh, anyway, they saved the turtle. They did surgery. They repaired all the stuff. They obviously took the eel corpse out of the turtle. Yeah. Um, it had some infection, obviously, and then a lot of healing to do. But it's better, and it has now been released back into the ocean. And we'll probably eat another freaking eel because you know what the turtle's name is? Vink. <laughs> <laughs> the turtle's name is not Vink. Uh, it seemed it would have the sense. It of is a bank. definitely a team chaos. It's a team Turtle. chaos. Although it it also turned into team four an object, so it's really playing on many teams. Oh my god, uh, crazy ass story. I I mean, you so think disturbing. things like that are possible, Ugh. but just to have like I ate this thing and then it ate me back. Just tried to chew its way so out. So bad. Chew your food, people. Yeah, make don't sure it's dead. bite anyone. <laughs> no, they, make sure it's dead. Make sure it's dead. Yeah, actually, if you're going to eat something, bite real hard and yeah. make sure it's you dead. You know what I was going to mention? Fire. <laughs> yeah. I'm a vegetarian, so I wouldn't do any of this. I would not have this kind of problem. Tofu rarely bites back. Yeah, That's nothing true. that I eat bites back. Peanuts, dead. Yeah, yeah. Even, I mean, I can eat live stuff. I could but walk now, up to a tree and bite a fruit that's hanging off it. That fruit's alive. It's should, not going to bite I me back. I should worry, though, with, like, crabs and shrimp and yeah. stuff. Yeah. Don't eat raw shit, man. Gross. It's like it reminds me of that, like, octopus, that video where they have the octopus and they put, like, the soy sauce on it and then, like, all the tentacles start waving around again. That's gross. I know it's mechanical or electrical, but... I think you're thinking of nanopus. That's (laughs) that's a whole different thing. It's nanopus! That's That's a whole different video. Nanopus is a Super Bowl commercial for Denny's from probably, like, 10, 15 years ago. I will link it in the description. It's in my opinion, one of the greatest commercials ever it is created. A, it is a low-budget Super Bowl commercial, but it, I think it's a high impact. It's a very yeah. funny commercial. <laughs> I'll put that in the description. Or you can just Google Nanopus. It's on YouTube. <laughs> uh, all right. Yep. You have a German word of the week? I, don't, I can't think of anything after all this stuff. Um, all right. Let, let me share one. We did the snaps in German today, so oh, I've yeah, been yeah. thinking in German. And uh, I was going to have some banana bread, and I was thinking as I was translating stuff in my head, that I like that in German, the word for banana is 
banana. Banana. And the word for pineapple is... Ananas. Yeah. <laughs> so, say, bananas and pineapples. Banana and ananas. <laughs> ananas what if I want to have, banana. like, a banana pineapple smoothie? <laughs> banana, nana, banana, banana, nana. banana, ananas uh, <laughs> smoothie. Banana, nana. Banana, ananas <laughs> Mix getting. <laughs> There's uh, a you were you were amusing yourself. With uh, I was. Good. There's a whole thing on YouTube on uh, Rebaba Babra Rebaba. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's uh, like rhubarb Barbara's Barbara. beer. It's it makes these big crazy compound words that it's basically the same syllable over and over and over again. It sounds like gibberish. Rebaba Babra. Like rhubarb Barbara's rhubarb bar. And then there's like some twin, there's like triplets, brothers, and then the beer garden. I don't know. (laughs) Anyway, all right, we're super rambling now. It's been a stressful podcast. This is a good resolution. (sighs) We'll keep you updated. Hopefully, there are zero updates and we never see the psycho neighbor again. Right. We may have some more conch life stuff because people keep getting caught with drugs or biting cops. All right, listen. Don't do drugs. Don't bite people. Unless they ask you to. Only eat things that are dead. All right. Keep your hands to yourself. (laughs) Keep your hands to yourself and leave other people's things alone. (laughs) Don't do drugs. Don't bite people unless they ask you to. It's not... I mean, there's not that many rules. These are all, like, good rules for life. Yes. We're going to compile them into a book at some point. Our book is now two pages. (laughs) (laughs) We'll have good illustrations, though. Yeah, all right. It's just, like, ten pages with pictures. Yep. Okay. Thanks, everyone. We'll talk to you next week. Thank you for allowing us to vent. I hope it makes us feel better. (laughs) Bye. Bye.